Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. But back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, live. Live every Wednesday night, 10.15 Eastern Time, twitch.tv forward slash up next podcast. It's the Wednesday Night War. Yes, yeah. AEW versus NXT, and it's post wrestling versus up next. Yeah, yeah, the battle of Wednesday nights. Uh, yeah, we just did a worst of 2020 show with John and Way, and that was so much fun. That's gonna be—it's already out for the patrons over there, but it's gonna be out uh, available this week. So look for that because we were honored to talk about the worst wrestling of 2020 it's very cathartic we yeah. went out there and we purged yeah we're like, ready for a new year i cut a promo on nia Jax. i'm sure i think all of us cut i a think promo everyone on did nia Jax. Yeah. Uh, yeah we did what you wanted to hear all that pent-up aggression of wrestling through the year we did that so shout out post wrestling the up next combo uh we appreciate it and that was a lot of fun so that show will be available uh, wherever you find your show but here is Wednesday nights. We're your NXT friends. Friends. And we'll always be your NXT friends. And we're going to talk about some NXT from tonight. Last week was New Year's Evil. We've finally uh, moved on from that. I guess the, the, the hangover edition of a non-takeover. Uh, Kind of, yeah. I mean, you always feel after these big events, it's a bit of a a reset or you need to see where the pieces are moving next. And it, it definitely felt like one of those, um, one of those episodes. Yeah. Uh, so... We um we decided that we're going to be doing a lot. We've been doing a lot of podcasts already. So I know we, we talk about NXT, but we do talk about AEW. We'll be doing that. Follow the socials because we're going to be doing the Twitch stuff probably every Thursday going forward, talking about Dynamite and comparing to NXT and just 
wrestling chat in general, but Thursdays will be another like free show that will also be live. So the AEW BD Elite Show will be available on the free feed going forward starting in February. So look for that and join us live on Thursdays if you're around wherever you may be with your different time zones and stuff. But not only are we, we love giving you free stuff and we're going to continue to do this. So much free stuff. Yeah. Shot in the Dark with John Ceno. He covers all the wrestling you don't watch. NXT UK, 205 Live and AEW Dark. That's moved to the free feed as well. It was super easy to access. It's about like 10, 15 minutes. He runs through everything. Yeah. While, while you're preparing your dinner yeah. before NXT or Dynamite, whichever you choose to watch first, yeah. put John Cena in your ears and you can feel caught up so you know when you're watching Dynamite what happened on Dark. You know what's happening on 205 Live, especially with the Dusty Classic moving there yeah. as well. You can feel all caught up before your Wednesday night wrestling. Yeah, and going forward, we we also have another show that will be uh, maybe every Tuesday night, possibly, somewhat, and that's you talking about Impact Wrestling. That is right, yes. We'll be starting uh, myself and Andrew. Uh, it'll be me every week. I might some weeks be solo, some weeks uh, be with a different guest, but uh, it'll be me and Andrew next Tuesday for an episode of Deep impact ah. that is going to be our impact show the impact players the impact players <laughs> and you can get us actually this saturday uh, myself and andrew will be joined by nate milton for our hard to kill review but i will also be live on the twitch room during the show giving all my live thoughts so come and join me for the watch along on twitch and then stick around because we'll have an episode with uh nate and andrew and myself reviewing the entire show yeah so we have a lot of podcasts again follow the socials and help us out all the follows and likes and stuff uh it, it all adds up and it helps us out a lot and follow all the stuff we do including all these free shows weekly po we're, we're part of post wrestling and post kind of has their their weekly schedule of all the stuff that they put out and of course we have our, our patreon and we have shows on there but now we have our own little like universe our own gang we do, here yeah. we got nxt we got out shot in the dark impact AEW. The survivor series game this year might have to be up next versus whoa whoa that would be wild yeah uh you know maybe we'll see alignments made in the royal rumble i mean that that's where the whole year's stories start start that's right being put together is the rumble uh in a few weeks we will be doing the bde championship on the line, up next, Zoom Royal Rumble, live on Twitch. Again, follow the socials, look forward, because we, we do a little show on on the Patreon, uh, Was Next, where we've been going back and watching NXT in order. Uh, we got an episode coming out this week. Uh, Bray Wyatt tries to recruit Bo Dallas to the Wyatt, cl the Wyatt Club, the Wyatt family, <laughs> um, and the tag tournament. It's funny, because the tag tournament's going on in that time, but... There was a video and there's a there's a story in this. In 2013, Bo Dallas had to go through WWE access in NXT tournament to gain a spot in the Royal Rumble. That's right, yeah. So I thought, well, why don't we do a little up next access and I'll find a way, somehow, some way, whether it be some patrons and whether it be just some old listeners from just the main feed, I'm gonna pick hand pick some people that I think should be into the Rumble. But how, you ask? Stay tuned for next week. You want a chance in the Rumble? One opportunity to go mano-a-mano? -mano? Yeah. 
Well, I'm the champ and I'm in the fucking zone and I'm not going to be in the Rumble, but I'll be a host and we're going to try to put together some crazy Rumble game. Yes. Coming forward. World champions, uh, you have first pick. Yes. So check your inboxes. Some of you have already got back to me, but check your inboxes on Patreon um, because you have the first shot into the Rumble. Andrew Thompson, going to be number one. He's going all the way. Um, John Ceno, uh, I... (laughs) I, I I thought we were friends, and then he tells me that he want he wants to handpick his own number in the rumble, which is blasphemy. <laughs> booking your own thing in the rumble, but he said he wants to be number eighteen because Shawn Michaels was number eighteen, and then went on to beat a Canadian for the title. Damn. And I took that to heart. I really did. So you know what, John Cena, you're number eighteen in the rumble. Oh, you're, you're going to take him up on that? Yeah. Why All not? Right. You're number eighteen. You don't have to go in number one or number two because that's Andrew Thompson and waiting (laughs) going in the Royal Rumble. Does Wayne know this yet? No, he doesn't. So uh, he knows now. Right. He knows now. But again, follow the socials and everything interesting. It's we're going to make it interesting. But the the game will be live. But uh, the Patreon, the podcast will be up there as well, as well as uh, an up yours we have with John Ceno talking about killer clowns from outer space coming out this week. I've never seen this movie. You've never seen this movie. Nope. It is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, oh my God. It's, uh, it's crazy. It feels very kind of, uh, Doctor Who esque for me. Clowns and um, kid murders and yeah, aliens. It seems really fun. It's pretty ridiculous. And we'll be, uh, we're actually recording that show tomorrow. So, uh, if you're lucky enough to live, in the US, that's a funny phrase, but um, you can, you can uh, sorry, sorry, yeah. uh, you can go on uh, youtube.com. Uh, the film is actually up there. Otherwise, um, you can rent it or find it by alternative means in the rest of the world. Yeah, but uh, all the schedule of all the stuff, five bucks a month, North American tier gets you access to all the shows in the back catalog, all these shows we've done. So go help us out and support us. And last one. ProWrestlingTees.com slash up next. Absolutely. That white claw hoodie, the the up next raccoon, Ralph the Raccoon hoodie, you can own and rock and sport and su- and support us here. So go check that out as well. And we appreciate everyone listening and hanging around. New listeners, old listeners. We we, we have some people joining us on the Twitch sometimes that are like, what's up next? Yeah. Well, let us tell you. I don't know. Oh, that, was it? that was it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Is that going to be on a t-shirt? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> What's up next? Uh, well, we'll tell you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so those are all the stuff, and we podcast hard, and we enjoy doing it. We're all in this lockdown in this pandemic, and uh, well, that's what we like to do when we're stuck inside. So look for that. Uh, I know over on Shot in the Dark, Cino has been talking about. You mentioned two hundred five live and the Dusty Cup. Is it going to be? like mixed over on that show as well. So if anyone's kind of looking to follow this tournament, it's definitely something you're going to want to look into because they're going to be airing some matches on 205 Live. I'm pretty sure I heard him say Killian Dane wrestled on 205 Live. Yeah, that's... He's uh, definitely under 205. I think so. I think maybe just be a bit under 205. Yeah. Uh, There's also Ben Carter, who's showing up in NXT UK uh, to challenge for the Cruiserweight, the interim Cruiserweight Championship over there. I'm not sure. Now, yeah, I thought uh, Santos was the interim champion, wasn't he? Right. But now it's the other way around. Now it's the other way around. Very interesting. Yeah. They look where the ratings are, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and like I mentioned, uh, AEW and stuff as well with the whole Bullet Club thing. It's crazy that the, the AEW show Dynamite went off the air with the, the Bullet Club 
again taking over wrestling. Which yeah, we talked about that on on Up Nextra, but uh, it was also Finn Balor ending the show last week on NXT, and then yeah. you kind of you kind of are interested to see like, well, are these guys boys? Are they going to signal each other like the click with the? That's where the the two sweet came from, wasn't it? Like they're, they're taking over. They're everywhere. Yeah, they're yeah. everywhere. Absolutely, uh, I'm, everywhere. I'm pretty interested, and including the Impact show this week, which uh, I might even check out because I'm interested mostly in just that match, the main event. Everything else kind of looks all right. <laughs> well, you hate Impact, to be fair, and you love Kenny, so you're watching it for a one match. Thing. And and I mean, I'm kind of interested in a barbed wire submission match. Yeah, um, I'm <laughs> not much of this show really does appeal to me either. However, I did really enjoy Genesis that Impact just put on. It was just a great kind of pure wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Um, X Cup. The X Cup took up most of the show, and then you had Jordan Grace versus Jazz and Willie Mack versus Moose in the main event. But I showed you Blake Christian versus Ace Austin, which I thought was a fantastic match and definitely uh, one you guys should check out if you don't normally watch Impact. I would definitely recommend checking out that match because uh, I thought it was really, really excellent and thoroughly enjoyed that show. Um, which, yeah, if they can do put on something similar on Saturday, they might turn some heads but looking at the card maybe maybe not well they got rid of josh matthews they did and they added d'lo brown yeah i mean that's i love d'lo that brown. sounds lit i don't <laughs> i want the real dude i now. want the low down yeah on on saturday uh so hard to kill saturday looking towards yes. that uh, all the wrestling all the stuff uh so much wrestling but let's talk about some wrestling and let's talk about nxt from january 13th 2021 i still can't believe we made it to 2021. We're here. Yeah. Together we made it. And we start off with some recap of New Year's Evil, Finn Balor retaining the title, um, and all the other stuff that happened, but include the Dusty Cup being announced. But we start off with kind of a grudge match, you could say. This story has kind of been ongoing, so it's kind of a blow-off match, if you will. Shotzi Blackheart versus Candice LeRae. So they went to war games. Yes. And Candice Beater. Technically, uh, Raquel won the match, but Team Candice. Team, team Candice won, yeah. And she's been kind of holding that over Shotzi, and this feud needs to, needs to come to a head here. And Shotzi comes out in your tank that she used to blast Austin Theory's nuts with last week. Yeah. Yeah, love this war machine tank. <laughs> I still want one. Um, early on, Candice here in this match goes for her, like, rope assist neckbreaker, but it's blocked from Shotzi, who then, like, fires at her with a crossbody and then some sort of, like, submission arm triangle thing, which she then transitions into, like, I want to say an inverted cattle mutilation. It's, like, the other way around. Kind of, yeah. A cravat yeah, yeah. upside down. It looks crazy. And Wade Barrett, who used to just hate Shotzi Blackheart on commentary, is, like, now, like, loving her off. He's like, look at her submission. Like, she's been she's been using her off time to improve, clearly, because Shotzi is impressive here. Uh, Indy Hartwell on the outside is getting involved and for some reason referee drake just doesn't see it he's just looking the other way yeah this was yeah there's a bit of this throughout the whole show but yes (laughs) um so (laughs) indy harwell distracts and it allows candace to i think the thing is as long as they don't touch it's fine but it's like no you're you're jumping on the ring like how does he not yeah i think it's one of those ah well She's still, Shotzi's still an advantage. She got her off, so. So he's looking a little to the right. 
Maybe, yes. Yeah. So they go to picture-in-picture, restaurant-quality picture-in-picture. Shati, when we come back, hitting a sent, her senton into the ropes, then a DDT on the apron. Um, Shati then goes and hits this, like, crazy suicide dive to the outside, but to both Candace and Indy here. I worry whenever I see her do these suicide dives. Yeah. Um, just always after that Lita accident mm, um the neck whenever thing. you see it going kind of head first and the legs coming over it scares me and that seems to be how she does them a lot of the time oh it looks so scary but yeah. maybe that's part of it. it is it she she's all like what you like you say she's frantic she's always like going wily and i guess it kind of fits but it's so scary but she lands it and hits them with it looks awesome looks crazy uh when they get back in the ring though it's candace with like a low cabrata uh sorry alec what was seth rollins Alicadabra, the super kick thing that's like the seated l- lower one. Right. She hits that for a two count. Goes for the Gargano escape, but Shotzi gets out of it. There's some sort of like spin out into a knee lift from Shotzi. But again, when Shotzi's up on the apron or up on the rope, sorry, to go for her top rope senton, Indy Hartwell gets involved again, thus allowing Candice to use that distraction to hop up on the top with her and hit Shotzi with the swinging avalanche neck breaker to pin Shotzi. And get the win. Uh, not bad. This this didn't do a whole lot for me uh, to kick the show off. Um, do you feel that's the end of the feud, or these two are still? Oh, we've got them in the the tag tournament now, don't we? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I just I don't think this Candice heel run is really working for me. I can't say I've been too invested in her matches uh, since being heel. Um, the EO one was good, but it, it's just this character's not working for me with her. Um, and it feels like we've just seen these two being battling for quite a while now. Yeah, it kind of like lost its steam because the, the War Games was kind of the blow off. But yeah. then they still seem to throw digs at each other. And then it's just like thrown this. It just feels a little like misplaced. Like if you were going to build to a final one-on-one match, it should have been maybe... The main event with yeah. a stip or something yeah. like that. But it was just, you got the match and it was like, yep, some some good stuff. Some Both are very enjoyable to watch. Both are great wrestlers. But it didn't feel like a blow-off and I'm kind of done with this. Maybe we'll go down the line because they're going to be in a tag team I think and stuff, I think but... that's maybe why they're keeping it on. So therefore you've got some feuds going into this uh, Dusty Classic for the yeah. women. Uh, that's what I reckon. Um, but yeah, just a bit meh for me to start. I do, I do think Shotzi has improved even more. I, I, I already was a big fan. I love both of these two, and I, I would definitely. I think there's a lot more in there that they could yeah. pull out for sure. We have Prince Finn Balor, who says the prince is back and he's going to be talking up next. But so is Pete Dunne, Oni Lorcan, and Danny Birch because they just showed up and they're looking to talk too. When we come back, it's Finn Balor. And he says, January 13th, today, I stand still NXT champion. Kyle O'Reilly is good. Kyle is great, but he's not on my level. He stepped up, and just like TakeOver 31, he was put down. And now, Kyle is the one eating meals through a straw. But I wear this red X on my chest because I am the target. So a little advice to everyone. They stopped manufacturing the cloth that I'm cut from. And he's interrupted by Pete Dunne. Good promo. Um, I've realized what he's doing now. It feels very like the John Moxley promos, just coming out with a lot of energy and just being like, look, this is how it is. I'm the best. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> that kind of thing. No, it doesn't feel very WWE scripted. He just gets the point, which I... 
I like. It's still a bit jarring at times with him, just because I'm still kind of, I think back to Smiley Smiley Finn Balor mm-hmm. at times, but I, I do think his promos come along a long way. Well, it's just one time he's talking about kitty litter, and yeah. now he's talking about my about manufacturing the cloth that I'm cut from. Good line, I thought. So it's like, uh, my dad and my mom stopped having babies, and therefore... You're not going to be as good as me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't mind it. I think he, I think he's fine. And I think after beating Kyle, he needs to come out and basically do that. I think it does show where he talks here, whereas he talked in WWE main roster or anyone who cuts those promos. It's so, it's still night this and day. This feels like, this is why I liked Moxley's run so much. This is how a champion should be. He kind of, he put over Kyle. Yeah. He's like, look, I'm the best. I'm the champion right now. Yeah. And uh, Pete, like, uh, what, what was it he said? You were only the... Um, no, no, sorry. That's Pete's line coming yeah. up. Um, well, let's get it. Well, yeah. Well, Pete. Pete, Pete, Pete Dunn interrupts him with Oni and Danny Burch. And Pete Dunn says, I knew someday it would come down to me and you. Finn, you're the poster boy for European wrestling. And the only reason you have that title is because I haven't taken it yet. Well, I'm tired of you being this face. It's not fair. You're not the poster boy. You're not the guy here so i want it you told me to get in line well i'm gonna get in line and he basically just goes after them to to attack finn but he blindsides them and stops all three of them but it's three on one here so finn's being attacked here and it's like an arm breaker to finn because he's selling from his match last week and pete uh, of course going for the arms and the fingers but undisputed era come out as kyle o'reilly for the save and adam cole and Roddy for the save here too. And then there's kind of like a stare down between Adam Cole, Roddy and Kyle towards Finn, who's like standing by. And I so wanted them to, to throw it up to too sweet. I was like, ah, and even, ah, just do it. Uh, they didn't do it, but they kind of stare at each other and Finn's kind of like, all right, cool. Thanks for like saving me. And then leaves. I mean, the, the too sweet would have taken away from Kyle, I think. Yeah. Um, Cause the focus here was definitely Kyle and Finn. They almost faded the other two out in the background. I thought this this brawl was actually really good. Um, I thought Finn looked great fighting them all off. And then Dunn ma- ma- coming back with his finger snap over the ropes. It's yeah. now being used as more of a heel move, which I like. Uh, I thought the brawl looked great. Uh, I love that they're continuing this. Now it's like a... Now they seem to be on the same t- side, but there's still that competitive rivalry between right. Finn and Kyle. I like that. I like that too. Because I think we will get Finn in that position again. We probably will get a third match, but down the line. Yeah, later. I also like the visual of Adam Cole and Roderick Strong in the red UE shirts with Kyle in the black hoodie. Just visually, you're looking and you go, Kyle is the guy now. He's he's the one and the other two are the tag team. The other two are just background players and Kyle's the focus. And Bobby's at home. And Bobby's at home. I thought uh, visually it works like that right now. It looks like they're sh- they're aiming to make Kyle look like the standout star here, and yeah. it's like Cole's letting him like Cole's taking the back seat. Like I want him. The focus is on him. You think how it used to be? They would all have their undisputed era shirts, and then Adam Cole would have his Adam Cole undisputed era shirts. Right. And now it feels like they're doing that with Kyle. So we need a Kyle O'Reilly shirt. We need a Kyle shirt. shirt, yeah. And a Zia Lee shirt. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I like this as well. And obviously, I think I speak for a lot of people. We want to see Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne. For sure. His, his heel gripe, is the best heels got the best gripes. And he's got one. Hey, everyone thinks you're the UK guy. And then that was before like this whole NXT UK kind of thing. And 
I think he's got Pete came in and was a pretty big star in, in NXT and and still with the the independence and stuff. But Finn was kind of a little ahead of everyone else, mm. so he does kind of it does fit a story there. I'm, have they ever fought? I'm pretty sure they had to have. I don't know. I we can look it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I know Cino's in the room, so I'm he'll aware. find it. It sounds like a great match. I think that could be a takeover match if not going to cross. I'm not interested in any mixed like fatal four-way triple threat no as well as like they'll be great but i want one-on-one matches and i think pete versus finn could be our takeover match uh well after that we see johnny gargano backstage he's being interviewed he said what candace did earlier was b-e-a-u-tiful shotzi finally got what she deserved and tonight i'm going to beat that mute freak dexter loomis and then the Garganos, the way, will go on to win both men's and women's cups. And he goes, ah, cups. I love cups, baby. Yeah, we know. You keep one on your kitchen table. table. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's then uh, interrupted by Austin Theory, who's like, hey, man, uh, I got something for you. Uh, well, Johnny says uh, Mackenzie's being rude to him because she's like, hey, you lost or whatever to Kushida and the interference there with Shotzi. And he's like, hey, stop being rude. You're rude. I wasn't ready. I was in skinny jeans. And Theory's still trying to interrupt him. He's like, what? What do you want? And he's like, uh, I have this. It's, it's for you. And it's a package. And he opens it. And it's a drawing of Johnny Crybaby. And on the other side, it's it's uh, the idiot Austin Theory and Shotzi shooting him with her tank thing. And it points to her saying crazy. <laughs> uh, and then Johnny's just really mad that Dexter Loomis is kind of psyching him out before their match tonight. Uh, yeah, I- I'm glad. I'm glad Johnny didn't go full Cameron Grimes with his fear for Dexter Loomis. But it's still not for me. Yeah, this stuff. is so weird. Um, I do. I do like we mentioned this a few weeks ago how... Mackenzie's starting to get a bit more personality. She's like or, sassy. She's like Johnny saying like this, that. And she's like, well, Johnny, don't get ahead of yourself there. <laughs> like, you've got to do this and this first. And he did beat you before. She's and I, I like that the they're ring. starting to sass him a bit more. She's getting feisty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on on What's Next, we're at the this, this storyline where uh, Summer Rae was the ring announcer. And Paige wins a match and accidentally bumps into her. So Summer Rae just... Just blindsides Paige and becomes a wrestler now. So is that Mackenzie Mitchell? That should She's be. tired of taking Absolutely. shit and just gets in there. Yeah. <laughs> Fights and everything. Starts fighting people. Yeah. Uh, so um, we now go to our next match, and it's part of the Dusty Cup. And it is the grizzled young veterans who come out. And it's Zach Gibson on the mic here with James Drake. And Gibson says, last year we made our debut here in NXT and, well, it's more than an invite tonight. We uh, are, are tired of these dweebs dreaming of success. All these other people in the tournament don't add up to us. And we're sorry to the absolute creatures in attendance here. <laughs> but 2021 is our year. And let the tournament commence, says William Regal. Uh, so the Grizzled Young Vets going up against Everrise. Um, yeah, uh Zach Gibson's so good on the mic. We say this every week, but I love how riled up he can get the fans. I mean, I know you're, this is kind of just piped in noise and a few fans there, but Creatures. it works. You can imagine if people are there, they'd get heated by this. I think he sounds great. Absolute creatures. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he's great on the mic. Uh, and I think, I think 
he's clearly like the mouthpiece, but I think he's also a good worker. I'm not knocking Drake, but he's definitely like the the standout. Oh, he's, for sure. He's a good. Ta- he's such a good talker. Yeah, I loved him in that UK tournament on his great. own. So I I really like the Liverpool football scarves as well. Oh, it's so good. It's, yeah, it's great. I I love their whole look. Uh, they're very very scouse, and it's it's brilliant. I love the fact that this this isn't called NXT UK. This is just NXT. Florida and they're rocking like the UK look like yeah. they with the with the scarves the soccer scarves uh, uh we need we need white claw scarves <laughs> made up next scarves does PWT make scarves what are, a color would be yellow though that not oh nice no we would do the white stuff. we would do the white yeah. yeah but then you get stuff on it yeah you need to make them black with the white okay yeah uh, I love the scarves they look like Harry Potter uh grizzled young vets going up against ever rise you want to know something Ever rise rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm the Miz and I'm awesome. Yeah, it's, it's so shit. It's terrible, but it kind of just ironically works. I think because of the characters they are, just ever rise rules. It's so shit, but it it works for them as heels. Well, be careful, man. The last time I talked shit about the Miz in a Twitch chat, uh, the, the the room turned on me. Oh yeah, <laughs> apparently the people love the Miz. We uh, love the Miz. Yeah, I'm not one of those people. Uh, Ever Rise and Grizzled Young Vets, and it's Chase Parker who runs into James Drake, who hits him with this hip toss. But it's an interesting hip toss. It's like a hip toss with a knee lift in the same I move. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, yeah very knee to the face. Very interesting. The- the hip toss. Awesome. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that. Um, Gibson is now in, and he's getting worked out, worked up, and tags back in Drake. And Drake is getting super pissed off and gets one upped by Ma- Matt Martell here, who gets J- Drake is like fired and pissed off because the guy goes ever rise rules, <laughs> Doyle rules, and Gibson's like, hey man, it's okay. Drake just he calms him down. He's a real partner. And he's like, you got this. We're okay. We're okay. So we go back in, but it's them now stepping up. The Grizzled Young Vets come back. Gibson's in. He hits kind of like the the proto-bomb, kind of the John Cena. Mm-hmm. Not quite the Blue Thunder Bomb, but standing there. And then locks in a single-leg crab. Beautiful. Um, tags in Drake, and there's a spinning heel kick there. Looks awesome. But finally, Matt Martell's tagged back in, and he's just lighting everyone up, throwing bows. He hits a belly-to-belly, and then he's tagging back in. There's, like, Ever-Eyes, who hit this uh, double-team slingshot pop-up into a spear kind of move. Yes. It was all right. It looked okay. Yeah, the the spear didn't quite hit, but it looks like it could be a cool move. Yeah, and it looks like you're going for the the FTR thing, uh, the Goodnight Express. Yeah, the 3D. Yeah, it looks like you're going for that, but then the guy just spears you. So yep. it's like, ah, oh, it's a little harder to 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 do there. Uh, which I think FTR changed the name of their move to Big Rig in uh, oh, like memory they? of Brody. Yeah, okay, I'm pretty sure cool. they have. Uh, and so they hit this double spear thing, and they think they have the offense. They go for the two the two count is sorry. They go for the three, but it's broken up. And now it's the grizzled young vets who throw Chase Parker out of the ring, and they hit the ticket to mayhem. And the grizzled young veterans are soon to be Dusty Cup winners, possibly, because they advance. I really enjoyed this. I thought this was great. Um, Just watching two tag teams who have been tag teams for a a while. These aren't singles people paired together. Both their chemistries were so good, I thought. Kind of taking it in turns to both have heel moments but babyface flourishes as well yeah which i think you kind of have to do when it's a heel on heel team um but just uh, i really thoroughly enjoyed this i loved seeing all the double team moves from both teams um 
I was kind of upset this was first round because I think Everise is a team they've seemed to be putting a bit of steam behind recently. Yeah. And I think this would have been a better kind of second or third round match. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't want Johnny Gargano, Austin Theory going into like more deeper when you could have guys that are actually teams. Actual tag teams. Yeah, yeah. Completely. Um, that was my only complaint, but I, I thought they put on a really entertaining match here. I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Yeah, me too. Everize definitely has uh, stepped up. Like they just needed the time to shine and they're kind of showing it. I know the personalities are coming out so much now as well, which is, which it helps a lot because they're they're a good tag team. I think I compared them to John Silver. Like they're going for like that, just like, like loud, weird comedy type thing, but they kind of look like the young bucks, but they got their, they got chase. Is it chase? Parker? Matt Martell looks like the young, uh, like Matt Jackson. I think it's chase who now is a mustache. Yep. It works. Yeah. So (laughs) they, they're, they're looking like Walmart bucks, but it's all right. I also kind of, (laughs) this might be a bit harsh, but I like how Matt Martell's hot tag was like, a little slow. It was just it elbow sounds, drops. It, it was bionic funny. elbows. Like he was yeah. going for it. He was going for everyone. But Bunches. it wasn't like a a Ray Phoenix or a Nick Jackson getting a hot tag with like all this fire. But as this heel, it kind of works. The heel trying to do the baby face hot tag. It was great. I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was good. You got them in their Young Bucks gear and then you got James Drake with Charles Manson on his tights. <laughs> <laughs> Shoes off for Gibson. The grizzled young vets going forward. Yeah, I kind of do agree. I wish Everize went forward. I think they're growing on me even more and more and watching them even get a little bit in here. But obviously, I think a lot of people want to see the grizzled young vets have some of these higher marquee matches with some of the other teams. I think the right team went through yeah. of the two. I yeah. just think this could have been later in and we could have given a couple more to Everize. Shoes off for Gibson. Shoes off. We have a video of Raquel Gonzalez and she's going through the CWC lockers trying to find Dakota Kai. <laughs> no, she? she's not. She's not. Raquel, I'm sure she found her. I think she got out. I think Triple H tweeted that he got her out oh, safely good, good, last good. week. Raquel is talking about Rhea Ripley and I'm done with you. I put you out. And now I look forward to Io Shirai. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at the women's championship. Everyone watched last week and now they all know that the new baddest bitch in Ooh. town is Raquel Gonzalez. So she's she's letting it be known. And I mean, as she's saying this, it's cutting to clips of her just fucking up Rhea Ripley last week. Those spots look even crazier on replay. Is that the worst insult you can give someone? You're like, yo, Rhea Ripley, you're like 2020. Is what she said. <laughs> it's like, you just kept getting worse and worse oh. and worse. Um... Yeah, great line from Raquel. Uh, this was good. This was needed. I think after last week's big win, you need the momentum to keep being behind Raquel. Just giving a little video like this, putting together last week's match really nicely. Good promo from Raquel as the voiceover. Um, I liked this. But I go back to what I said last week. It seems like all the women are having these videos calling out Io Shirai because this was very similar to Mercedes yeah. last week as well. Um, so I wonder where we're going with that. But I quite like it that all these women have the ambition. They want to they wanna be champ. They're all calling out the champ. Yeah, I, I do like that. I think uh, Mercedes Martinez dodged a bullet with Retribution thing, mm-hmm. so she can have still a little bit of a run here. But now we got some some baddies here saying, I want the title, I want the title. I think it should be Raquel versus Io at TakeOver. Yeah. And you know how much I love Io Shirai, but it, it could be time. 
It could be. It's also great though because if you don't do the the multi uh, multi woman match and do Raquel, you've got all these people already lined up that when you want to heat that story up, Tony and EO already have beef. Mercedes and EO already have beef. You can go right to it. Uh, I think it. I think it's pretty good booking. I wouldn't mind EO versus Mercedes on TV in a few weeks, yeah. and then after that, sure. we we spark up Raquel EO because she's pinned EO. That's you deserve a title yeah. shot, take over all that stuff, and then you killed Rhea Ripley and sent her to the main roster. So, I hope like, so. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart's backstage. She is saying it was a tough loss, but I'm not gonna whine about it. From earlier tonight, I have my eyes on history, the first ever women's Dusty Cup. And I need a partner. I need more than a partner. I need a ride or die. So I went and I found someone I went to war with. And in walks her partner, Ember Moon. She says, you must be talking about me. This is our opportunity. And it's Ember's law. We are going to put our names on that trophy. As Shotzi howls. And Ember just goes, what she said. I think Ember Moon heard our our worst of show. Yeah. And went, wait, why didn't they vote me for worst of the mic? I'll show them. Oh, Um, oh, you're mean. Come on. It just doesn't. Yeah. I think the problem is when she's saying things like baby and damn straight. I feel these are all words that she doesn't say. Normally. And I think that's why it's jarring with me so much. It's like if I just suddenly went, yeah, man, let's let's go out, dude. Now you'd be like, why are you talking like that? Stop it. Yeah, like when you said Wasteman. Like the when other I said Wasteman the other day. <laughs> Guys, you should have heard it. <laughs> I lost it. Wasteman's out here. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, it I, sounds I fake. I think that's why I, I think her she's got she seems to have confidence now with talking. It's just something is not connecting with me. Um, we've mentioned before, like over and over again, it's the, we don't know what she is. She's got all these different Mad Max werewolf gimmick thing. And then she's smiley, smiley. Well, that's why she's with Shotzi. And then I, yeah. (laughs) And I think that's where it's jarring to me. The voice doesn't sound like it's matching the person. Maybe. I still, I I think the problem with Ember Moon is her mic work. I think her in-ring and her wrestling and all that. Yeah, she's she's really good. It's just when she, when it comes to any time she's she's cut promos, it's just it doesn't I just connect. Cringe! I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is this tag team like what? How bark at the moon? Howl at the moon? The werewolves? Uh, yeah. Moon wolves? The moon wolves or you know, something? They're howlers. The moon howlers. Yeah. Get Cameron Grimes howlers. in there. Yeah. The moon. The moon Ember crew. Moon. How? Moon heart. Bark at the moon. Uh, so this they're going to be in the dusty cup for the women's. And uh, they're going to go far. Hey, they could be in the final. They could win it. Yeah, they could win. You're winning it. Oh, you're you're saying they're winning it. Yeah. Okay. All right. We go to our next match. And it is a non-title North American match. I mean, the the title's on the line. But the champion is fighting Johnny Gargano with Austin Theory up against Dexter Loomis. Early on, Dexter shows Johnny that he's Dexter wrestling. They go to the outside and Dexter does a kip-up. On the outside and challenges Johnny. Uh, he go, Johnny goes for some sort of slingshot, but gets a right hand from Dexter stopping him in his tracks. They then fight up on the top rope and Dexter goes for his swanton bomb 
and he goes like to make a picture perfect thing yeah. with his hand and then misses the swanton bomb. No water in the pool. Miss you, Morrow. Uh, but he gets up and fights back with the corner clothesline bulldog combo. And then uh, when we come back from commercial break is when he's on the offense and he hits also a slingshot suplex on Johnny. Johnny goes through a crucifix. It's blocked and countered, but Johnny ends up hitting it anyways for a two count. Then a super kick to like the ear and the side of the face. They show this replay and it looked way worse on the replay because they show it in slow motion because I think he just kicked him in the face. Uh, no knee slapping here. Uh, looked painful, but Dexter fights through. Uh, when the ref isn't looking, Theory sweeps the leg or at least tries to. He's been watching his Cobra Kai and. Dexter's like, yo, bro, what the fuck? And Johnny goes for his final beat with the distraction, but it's blocked. He goes for it again. It's blocked again, and the silence is locked in. But as he's got this in, it, there's there's, there's Johnny who gets out of it. And then now Austin Theory up on the apron. It's Dexter who puts Austin Theory in the silence while he's on the apron. So Johnny rolls up Dexter, thus it like overhead throws Theory yeah, it was pretty contrived, I and, thought. And then like, Johnny... It was like a suplex, to theory. Yeah, with this roll-up, Johnny, like, stacks up Dexter here and gets the win. Johnny Gargano beats Dexter Loomis with kind of the assist from Theory. Um, there's a little after-match hanky-panky, but uh, what'd you think? Um, I think I've seen Dexter Loomis enough now to decide that I'm not really a fan of Dexter Loomis. Oh. Um, if I'm reaching for my phone during a Johnny Gargano match, it's it shows that something's not working and I'm not interested in something. And unfortunately, Dexter Loomis just, I don't find interesting in ring at all. Um, yeah, more, more involvement, more stupid stuff with the way getting in the way. Um, <laughs> this, this was a low point. I, I, in general tonight, I didn't like the singles matches, but I really enjoyed the tag and yeah, uh, not for me. You? Uh, I did not like this match. I will continue to say on this show, Johnny Gargano is one of the best wrestlers alive today. I genuinely believe that he could be this like white meat baby face that works. We've seen it work in NXT. We've seen the reaction. It works. It gets over. But instead, he's been put into this role and he's trying to make the best of it. Yeah. But eventually it gets to the point. It's already gone stale. And it's like it, they keep trying to change it and advance it. And I, and I love the fact that they, they move on and try to do things. But so much of it just falls flat for me. Yeah. And it's like, you're the fucking best. Like, I don't understand. Is it just because they're waiting off? Is it just, I, I don't know, but Dexter Loomis here, you're right, is not the most exciting wrestler. And it's like, first of all, who cares about this match? I feel like every Dexter Loomis match is the same match. Mm. Sometimes there's a strap involved and sometimes he draws. And I'm like, I'm not hating on the guy because he can work, but it's just like, it's just not exciting. There are a couple of details that I did quite like. And I thought the one, one final beat into the silence looked pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was quite creative, the distraction finish, because the distraction was... Johnny doing the fall to his knees. I always think of Sting in that Seth match, you know, yeah. when you're running the ropes and then just collapse. And that's what Johnny did to make the ref be like, whoa, are you okay? Yeah. When Theory got involved. And I haven't seen that before. And I thought that was quite creative. But just in general, Loomis matches just are a real low point for me on NXT. I, I love his Instagram. He's really weird on there. Oh, yeah. Having drinks and pouring them on himself. And... I enjoyed him as the host. I yeah. enjoy him in that. that I, it seems weird, but maybe like if he was someone's heavy, yeah, it might work a bit better. Just the creepy Frankenstein mm. murderer guy. And then you have 
it's kind of on the main roster, you've got AJ with a mask right now. And it works because AJ's just running his mouth all the time. And then you've got this big guy behind him. I could see Dexter working in that role and doing the comedy things like the, the hosting last week. Because he can wrestle, though. He's just he's got a nice spine buster. The character, but it, though. I just think the character doesn't allow for much more than this. It it just you're always going to have a chicken shit scared heel against this murderer dude. Dexter. It's, yeah. I mean, hey, Dexter's being renewed, right? There there may come. Re, was it like a remake or relaunch? Re- I, I guess I got to watch that season finale then. That. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's how I feel every Dexter match, Dexter Loomis match. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I never watched that show, but all I know is, like, my mom was really invested into it and then texted me when she watched the, the finale mm. and was like, what was that? I watched, <laughs> I think, first three seasons of Dexter. Yeah. And I, I hear season did. four is meant to be amazing. Okay. So I might watch season four, but then yeah. I go, what's the point if I'm just gonna lead my way into disappointment after that? Yeah. It was like, it was like me in prison break. It's like, you got out and it was great. And yeah. then it's like, okay, well, now you're out. Okay. It's cool. And then you, you, you go back to prison. And then you die and then you come back with a new series anyway. <laughs> Doesn't, not, nothing makes sense. I heard they're rebooting Frasier too. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Obviously. Now that, you've piqued my interest. You'll get this though. Frasier on a money plane. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's, that's that's what happens in that movie. <laughs> They're really re. I don't know. I read Frasier? that today. They're rebooting Frasier. I- I'm currently wearing a Mighty Ducks jersey, and mm. they're rebooting that. That's coming out. They just reboot We've everything. Got One Division coming out on Friday. Is that a reboot? It's a reboot of a kind movie. Of. I mean, it's Movies. a sort of spin-offy thing, isn't it? Yeah, I heard it's like House of M come to life or something okay. like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Reboots is popular. It's been the hot. Reboots is popular. Reboots is <laughs> reboots is. Yeah, rebooting things is popular. They'll reboot, uh, they should reboot Dexter Loomis here on NXT. We have Danny, Pete, and Oni. You know, it's Oni, it's Danny, and then Pete, it should be Petey, Danny, and Oni. So it all Petey, end Danny, with Y. Yeah. yeah, the Y's. <laughs> Patty. Yeah. They say we run this place. For some reason, everyone still thinks it's Undisputed Era's show, but it's not. We've taken them out and we'll prove. So why don't you keep your noses out of our business? Stay out of it. Kyle O'Reilly, you seem to be in the way of me and the NXT championship. So consider that taken out of the way. Give them a little wink here being like, huh, maybe they'll take actions into their own hands. Hmm. Interesting. Um, we go next to. What is the, the commentary are going to throw to? And I believe I'm quoting. Sorry, we we missed the. Kushida. Oh yeah. Oh sorry, I totally blew over that. I, we go I, into reboots and Frasier. Yeah, sorry, sorry. we sorry, had to talk guys. about Frasier clearly in scrambled eggs. Um, after the match, it's Dexter who locks in the silence again, but Theory breaks that up, and then Kushida comes out for the save and takes out Johnny, takes out Theory, and then kind of stands tall with the North American title, like, posing, like, not attacking Johnny, kind of the honorable thing, mm. and just stands, ah, celebrating. <laughs> I think he's yelling at him in Japanese as well, basically, like, yo, I'm fucking taking this title, bro. Yeah, I, I quite like how they've been building to this match. We've got the tag match next week for the Dusty Classic uh, between Austin Theory, Johnny Gargano, Kushida, and uh, Leon Ruff. Um so it's, I like how they're building it. They keep on having them interact, but we haven't had that singles match. And even in the tags, they haven't encountered each other too much. Um, so I like how they're doing this. And I, 
I assume this is the takeover match. Oh I'm yeah, very much looking forward to that. Yeah, this is a like a which, dream match. Which thankfully says to me, I don't think Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano are going to the finals. Which yeah. is a good thing. Neither is Kushida, and isn't he in it Leon too? Ruff. Yeah, yeah, Leon Ruff. Like, there's no way that either of those teams no. should be. So Kushida, Johnny Gargano. Let's all agree. Whatever else happens, we're just looking forward to that match. Yes. Okay, yes. everyone. All right, everyone's happy. We'll be happy. <laughs> everyone will be happy. Uh, then we went to that Pete Dunn thing, and then we went to. Um, Wade Barrett, Champa, and Thatcher. Uh, <laughs> Big Joseph's like, hey, earlier today, Wade, you had a curious day. You were sat between two men. <laughs> <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> and then showed this clip. And it's just uh, truth because he's sat in between at a table. Yes. Between two men. Champa and Thatcher, they're sitting at a table with a nice black cloth. Uh, it, this kind of, the way this was shot irked me and it had nothing to do with what was said and the promos are great, but the way this was shot just really bugged me. I, I, I'm not one for, you know, all the great angles. I, I can point out a good angle when I see one and I can point out a bad one. I didn't like this awkward. I think the table was too small. Something was I weird. That, I like the setup of them being in the ring, just simple three chairs, a table. The table was like a weird height, or it, this sounds so stupid to be yeah. criticizing. No, but it looked there, weird. There was something that looked odd, and I think it was maybe the table was too small. Also, the music. We didn't need the music. Oh, was there music? The oh, whole yeah. thing was underscored. It's a cinematic. And it was really weird, because I thought the the dialogue was pretty good. And I think if you took away that underscore, I think this could have felt like something really real. I think Champa's great at cutting really real sounding promos yeah um and thatcher i i'm not the biggest fan of his promos but there's a kind of sportsman element to it i i feel like i'm hearing a fighter talk rather than necessarily a pro wrestler like a superstar you know and i think it works for his gimmick just being the, the like catch as catch can wrestler um but the music just took me away because i'm watching it going ah this is a cinematch this is cinematic. This Cine- is fake. Cinepromo. Yeah. It's what this be- has become. Well, Wade Barrett in the middle says, hey, Thatcher, you were injured. So uh, what's the deal with the fight pit? And Thatcher says, I'm now good to go. I'm medically cleared. Next week, fight pit, Champa versus Thatcher. Champa says, hey, not to poke the bear there, Tim, but what's your injury? What was it? And Thatcher replies with, nothing that's going to change the outcome of fight pit. And says, Champa, I had no problem with you. You came after me, and I don't know why. Champa says, look, you say you educate, but instead you take liberties. Thatcher, the fighter, is tough as nails, but Thatcher as a coach is garbage. And Fight Pit, I will take every single liberty, so be careful what you wish for. Um, <laughs> and Thatcher says, a lion doesn't have to explain to a zebra what it's going to do to them. And <laughs> Champa with the great line, one of my favorite lines of the year already is, do I look like a freaking zebra? <laughs> do I? Do I look like a freaking zebra to you? No, you look like a man still questioning himself if he still got it, says Thatcher. Hmm. Well, you have no idea what kind of man I am. You, th- you say I question, well, I have answers and you will get yours next week. Fight pit. Fight Pip next yeah. week. Um, shame about the injury. It, I'm glad to hear Thatcher's okay. But this makes way more sense. Headline, 
another TV episode. New Year's Evil did not need a fight pit yeah. on there. So I think this is great. Um, we all need fight pit. Yeah, but on a, like, that should be the draw. It's fight pit yeah. next week. Whereas it was, like, third on the card last week for New Year's Evil. So I like that it's headlining um, its next own week. episode next week. Yeah. I think the match is going to be great. I really enjoyed their last one. Um, I think you've given our opinions on the piece already. I, I like what was said, just didn't like the. Yeah. Music, the setup was a bit weird. The promo was fine and, and the promo great. was fine. Um, Do I look like a freaking zebra? Is this, it's great. <laughs> is this the first match that's come out? I just think you're a bad teacher. I think you're bad at your job, you're professor. You're not good. You're not a good teacher. <laughs> Mr. Thatcher. Yeah, you're. A, I saw you teaching You gave my guys. son a D on his project. Fight pit. Yeah, wow. Imagine that's how it worked. Yeah. <laughs> just fight your kid's teachers <laughs> if they give your kid a bad grade. I want to fight you in a lion's den I'm going to change that match. F to an A. <laughs> I'm going to change that L to a W. So that's next week. Fight pit happening. I want to see a whole like UFC style show. Like they're going to have like the... Is Kurt Angle going to be the special guest referee again? Oh, fuck. Was he the special yeah. guest ref? I don't know why. It led to nothing. <laughs> but I think that should be the stipulation of Fight Pit is Angle needs fuck. to referee Fight Pit. Let's get Ken Shamrock in there. Sure. Yeah, you get someone else. I mean, he's with Impact, but ah. nah. You're never really with him. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see more. Like, like I want to see the tail of the tape. He's got the reach advantage. Yep, yep. He's got the gra- like the the stats. Want- weigh in. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, though, we didn't want one last week on AEW. We 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 shat on that on Up Nextra, but we want to weigh in for this one because it's a fight. We see them cutting. Yeah. To- What's the? I need Joe Rogan on commentary. <laughs> I need. I miss Mike Goldberg. Can we just get Shane McMahon back again? Oh fuck no! God damn it! No, <laughs> please, God damn it! No. Sick, sick, <laughs> sick, sick with his fucking nice shoes. Uh, I'm excited for the fight pit. I want uh, like the 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 ring girls, Ariane. I think it was <laughs> UFC. Yeah. Um, and sponsored by Coors Light. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fight pit. Can't wait. We'll be talking about that next week. We have Undisputed Era backstage with Mackenzie, and they say we are not worried about Oni, Danny, and Pete. They've always been coming after us. Everyone's been coming after us. We got Pete. We got Bonehead 1, Bonehead 2, says Roddy. (laughs) And he's like, ah, I got my line. I got it. I fucking love Roddy. He's the best. Uh, He says, Cole continues and says, Breezango, we face tonight. We have nothing but respect for them. They've, they've made their mark here and they, they show they, they belong. But tonight we are advancing in the, into the Dusty Cup. So making it known. Don't you think Roddy would be a great, like, sidekick to Johnny Lawrence in Cobra Kai? Roddy is fucking one he of those is, guys. He is. He's yeah. just one of those guys that hasn't grown up. I like, think he's still stuck in. I think we've compared him to the guy in Karate Kid who goes, uh, put him in a body bag, man. <laughs> yeah, man. That's, that's Roddy. That's Roddy. <laughs> Love him. <laughs> fucking bless him. We're going to, you know what? We'll, we'll circle jerk a little Roddy a little later because we, we, we looked up some information how long he's been working because oh, Wade, Wade, uh, says something later that sparked our. We both were like, really? What? So we'll talk about Roddy in a bit. Yeah. And I said circle jerk. We go to our next match in the Dusty Classic, and that is Isaiah Swerve Scott teaming with Jake Atlas, his friend or foe, going up against a debuting team here. They've been they've been they've been tweeting and and posting all day WWE and NXT. Who is MSK? Well, I'll tell you 
who MSK are. Nash Carter and Wes Lee. Yeah, this dude's name is Wesley. <laughs> Wes Lee. Wes Lee. It's like Kimber Lee. Kimber or Lee. Or Justin Credible. Yeah. It's interesting names. Yeah. Okay, so... They suck, right? Okay, yeah. they suck. We can be yeah, honest. They good. suck. Uh, if you're wondering, well, who are these guys? You may know them. Formerly known as, the artist known as... Uh, the Rascals. The Rascals. Wentz and Dez. Yeah, Wentz and Dez are here at NXT. You may have known them from Impact and of sorts in the indies and stuff, but their names have been changed. And now, so it's Nash Carter, no relation to Ben Carter. So that's Wentz. Or, yeah, so that's, that's yep. Wentz now. Pete Wentz? Uh, I can't even remember. <laughs> no, that's the guy from Not Fall Out Boy. Not Carson Wentz, he's a football player. <laughs> yeah, I think Pete Wentz is from Fall Out Boy. Okay. Yeah. Just so, Wentz. Wentz. <laughs> and, and, um, and the other guy was... Desmond uh, Xavier. Xavier, yeah. yeah. Okay. Zachary Wentz, that's it. Okay, I'm sorry, but those two names sound cool. Mm. The Rascals, great name, sound cool, but no. Let's take all that away and change them to Nash Carter and Wes Nash Lee. Carter. Like, what? Why? I mean, so they make their main roster debut. It'll be Nash and Lee? Or Laz- Carter Nash and Wes? Wes, Wes, Wes works, because he was Dez before. Wes. So it's just Wes now. Yeah. Well, what? No. So it's well, Nash and Wes. Yeah. I guess is what they're going to be going Nash and... Well, they're, no, they're MSK. No, I know, <laughs> but like, colloquially. Okay, you know? so what the fuck is MSK then? No idea. They didn't explain that. Mean Street Killers. Sure. Marijuana smoking kids. Machine shot Kelly. Machine shot Kelly. Machine smoking Kelly. Uh, Mad Society Kings. Yeah. I don't know what this stands for. They didn't tell us. You can, uh, we play games like this on Jackbox. So <laughs> follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash up next podcast. Because we play Jackbox where their games are, are like come up with the funniest initials. Yeah. Okay. So like, I have no idea what MSK we don't know. Is. We haven't. I'm. I'm assuming they're gonna let people know in the near future. So, uh, if you could figure it out, what you, what's your best MSK? What does it stand for? At up next podcast. Uh, so MSK showing up here with kind of silly names, but then they come out. They have matching gear. They're a tag team. You'd think we'd be used to this by now in WWE. I know, and it still <laughs> is just like head scratching. Yeah. Head scratch. I'll never forgive them changing a guy's name to just Eric. I'm still not over that. I just can't. I literally cannot with a guy named Eric. So Wes Carter. Sorry, I'm already fucking it up. Nash Carter and Wes Lee, the rascals now known as MSK. And they're going up against Swerve and Atlas here. Um, early on, there's like this awesome, I think it's Carter who hits this like springboard 360 con Hilo to Swerve in the ring. And Swerve is kind of being a little cheeky here, whereas they're supposed to be good guys too, but Swerve obviously has this new attitude problem. Uh, there's then Wes who comes and just hits this nice, huge tope con Hilo to the outside. Uh, they go to commercial, but during the break, they have picture in picture and there's this Swerve who just runs at him with this 360 flatliner on Nash. For a two count. When we come back from break, there's that classic Rascals moonsault combo that we've seen them do. If you've seen any of their work prior, where one guy like moonsaults the other so, guy. Oh, that one. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it looks awesome. Um, Wes is nuts though. Wes Wes Lee sounds so ridiculous. Desmond Xavier. Wow, that sounds great. Desmond Xavier comes in and just levels people. He's hitting forearms. He's in like crazy shape. Mm. Uh, Wesley. Yeah, look good. Yeah. 
So there's Atlas who comes back though with his fired up because he's still got a chip on his shoulder. He keeps getting the short end of the stick, I find. He hits a crazy German suplex, followed up by Swerve hitting a brain buster near falls. There's then Jake and At- Jake Atlas and Swerve who seem to be on the same page with like spin out power slam from Atlas, which then Swerve hits a 450 splash, but at 2.9, Nash Carter breaks it up here. There's then a bit of kerfuffle when they're up on the turnbuckle here and Lee hits this like spike reverse Rana in the ring. And then they, the, the MSK hit the, the like heart attack blockbuster type double team here on swerve and MSK making their debut, win their match and go forward in the dusty classic. A good showcase from them. I thought, uh, I really like these guys. They were a highlight on impact for me um i i was saying to you as we were watching this wouldn't it just help these guys so much if you did just name drop the other company just be like these guys killed it in impact it's impact and not going to take anything away from wwe and i just feel it's so odd that wwe is still so kind of afraid of mentioning yeah. other companies like aw i get they're they're legit competition but impact come on they, just... they said they didn't mention them at all. They're like, oh, these new guys. And then when we came back from commercial, Wade or Vic early on was, was like, when... he's like, oh, these guys were a hot like free agent. He also said these rascals are exciting. Yeah. So they're hinting at it. It's just like, call dude, them just it. say, oh, they've been doing great stuff elsewhere in the world. Just be like, yeah, they killed it in Impact. And now they're here. I don't understand that. Does Impact own this name? Like, what's the deal? Like, just call yourselves that. It's such a well. That's WWE just trying to trademark everything, isn't it? It's just the the name thing is so stupid, and it shows that even trickles down to to this show. Uh, I know there's been some other name changes and and trademarks and stuff going on, and it's just like, why? What do you? It's WWE just want to own everything. Yeah, they want to own every single aspect of everything. Let's be honest. Does anyone like this name? I know in a month or so we'll get over it, but like realistically, Desmond Desmond Xavier and I, there's a ceiling. I think that's the thing with some of these names. You're coming in with a ceiling already put above you. Yeah, you're never gonna hear that call at the end of WrestleMania of Wesley. Oh, Wesley is our new Universal Champion. No, you're not getting that. So for Someone like him to ever get to that level, he's going to go have to go through a whole new gimmick and name change. So I th- I feel you're coming in and your ceiling is your one half of a tag team. That's it. Like Eric and Ivar. Eric and Ivar as a tag team. Okay. It still sounds a bit dumb, but it's Eric and Ivar. But as soon as you go, oh, it's Eric. You go, oh, that just sucks. Yeah, like I sucks. don't buy it. And I think that's the thing. That's what's so disappointing when you hear these weird, stupid names is... You just see that ceiling above them right off the bat. Because these guys were impressive. Uh, I think these I've guys are going to be yeah. great for the tag division. I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing. I wonder if they have their own version of the Treehouse on NXT. Yeah. Stuff like that. Because I think that's going to be the stuff that, that got them over before. Yeah. And is going to get them over here as well. Um, but ring work, impressive. I think they were up against the right pair in Atlas and Swerve. Just four really like quick athletic Guys, I think this was my favorite match on this show, just because it had the debut and 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 I think they're really good wrestlers. But yeah, watching some of their stuff before, I've definitely seen them on like indie shows in the city here. I think I'm pretty sure. But watching them, like the the treehouse thing, is similar to that '70s show with the like smokers corner type thing where they go to camera to camera, and it's like obviously you're not going to come in and give these guys weed smoking gimmicks. Like I get it, you're not gonna, but. 
the same time, it's like fuck. It worked. It was working. They're they're called the rascals. They did I mean, their I little hand thing. How they did it in Impact was fine. Yeah, I've never seen them smoking. Yeah, them. fuck. At this time, you had you've had so many wrestlers who drink, you know, and it's it's twenty twenty one. It's pretty much it's the same thing. Yeah, um, uh, I I think they can get away with that kind of thing, and I think uh, it will help them get over a lot we booked it better in our fantasy when they got signed we joked that it the the ghost faces with johnny it would be johnny and the rascals and that sounds amazing johnny instead and rascals, we got johnny austin theory and <laughs> nash and wes wes and just once again i love that shooting star like the push shooting star that's what it is it's not a moonsault it's a, no, shooting, it's star. a shooting star and the other guy like pushes yeah that movie is crazy like insane um would like um Nash to look a little less indie moving forward. Yeah. Um, tone up a bit, maybe change the hair or something. Um, because I think Wes came in looking great. And I really like Wentz. I think, sorry, uh, Nash. He's the one that, um, he's the one I really like the, the personality. I think he can act pretty well and be, he can be th- that really great baby face that's been beaten down and can sell the whole match until you get that hot tag. Um, from Wes, uh, but would just like to see him look a little better moving forward. Mr. Carter. You're WWE now. It's Mr. Carter, Mr. Lee. Detective Lee, Agent Carter. Is that what it is? Rush Hour. Right. I don't see how that ties into this character. Is MSK anything to do with Rush MSK? Hour? No, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but MSK going forward. I think th- there was a lost opportunity there with just calling them the rascals. Uh, I, I guess they can't, or they just want to own it. I don't know. Yeah, just very strange. Uh, just, just strange. Like it's you, you call someone the Rascals. It's a catchy yep. name for sure. Just silly. Um, but I'm sure I'll get over it, and in a year I'll be like, "Yo, these guys are lit." But so, for now, their names are weird. Uh, but still love them. Great debut. Happy to see these guys making their debut. It's always special when someone finally gets to like the WWE or on TV and stuff like that. So, and, and I know they were on Impact and stuff, but it's still got to feel special. So I, I feel for these guys and. Uh, congrats. But are you ready? Because it's another Zaya Lee video, and they say after the break, Zaya Lee in action. But when we come back from break, we see a little video from Scarlet and Karrion Cross, and it's Scarlet reading tarot cards. She's reading the, the, the future. Have you ever gotten a tarot card reading? Um, I had no, I think I had palm red okay. in, in New Orleans. Were they, were they, did they tell you anything good? She she was full of shit. Basically, yeah. we, we were waiting to see someone else, and yeah. then she was like, "No, no, no, no! Come to me, come to me! They 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 sell you shit. They they they're talking lies." Wow. I was like, "All right," and so I was like, "How much for palm reading?" And she said, "I was like, no, no, no I'm good." And she's like, "No, no, I'll I'll do less." We we struck a deal. She's like, "Okay, but you got to help me pack up after this." What? I was like, "All right," and she read my palm, and she's like, "Uh, you you're afraid of change. You need to let go of that. You need because." You're afraid of change and you're stuck in your ways. And I was like, well, this is the first leg of my trip moving away from the UK <laughs> kind of permanently. So yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I, I've I, been in past relationships where they're like, hey, I want to like tarot card and not so much the tarot card, but the palm reading and the fortune tellers and stuff. I'm like, ah. I had to go do crystals. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not on the show. Jeez. <laughs> Behind the BD coming out later this week. <laughs> you mean like the spiritual like yeah, crystals? Like okay. dangling it and it's going to different They're not like smoking them or anything. Yeah, okay. 
One day in wrestling, you'll have so- that as a character. <laughs> the Rascals, <laughs> the Crystals. Why isn't there like a Karen character that like in in wrestling has like it's like an Aunt Karen who loves like power crystals and the healing crystals in wrestling, and stuff. This Scarlet, they just we're just about to talk about that <laughs> well, segment. <laughs> she's doing more of like these like kind of gothic type things, and she's reading these cards, and they're. They're different, scary, spooky. It's she's basically a witch, and we see her say, or we hear her say that it's time to dance to the tune of the prince, and we hear Carrion Cross tick tock. So she's reading the she's reading the future, reading these cards, saying Prince and Carrion Cross have a date with destiny. So again, this feels kind of like the the women's division where we've got. Um, multiple people calling out the champ, right? Because mm-hmm. we, we've already established Pete thinks he's first in line. Kyle's going to see about that. And now Cross is like, nope, you're next. Um, so yeah, I, I like what they're doing. A lot of people feel heated up to be ready for this championship uh, position. Yeah, I think obviously it should be Pete and Finn is the match I'm most looking forward to. I'm not, I can't say I'm excited about Cross versus... Uh, Finn Balor. I, I I don't no. think I don't think it's I think it's too it's I don't know it's I cool down. I partly want to see it just to be proven wrong about Cross. You know I want him to have that killer match, um, and I think Finn could get it from him. Okay, so then we go to is it Tian Shan? Tian Shan. The the team. Yeah, what's the name of this team now? They've not we've not heard it from them, but yeah, it said uh, Tian Shan. Tian Sha, which yeah. um, John Cena has done some googling, and I'm not—I don't take this for a grain of salt, but apparently translates to "goddamn." Goddamn. Goddamn. Here comes Zia Lee. That's what I say when I see Zia Lee. She comes out and she's looking like a killer. We get this epic entrance again with the the master in the middle and the the, the camera zoom in, and then the pan out, and it's Boa with his black suit, his black shades, no black hat, but it looking still good. And Zia Lee in her new updated gear here, looking great. They go to the ring, and it's Zia Lee. I swear it was just the same person from last week in the match. I could be wrong, but it's both, um, a, like just not in a mask, just like no name in a similar mask, similar gear. You could have, I could have just believed you. It was the same person from last week. Uh, yeah, I didn't even catch the name because this match they didn't say it at all was so. Quick. Um, it's basically Xia Li hitting this, this like right hand that you couldn't even see. I, I was annoyed they didn't re show it because yeah. I completely missed this. It looked like she just tripped her over or something. Vic and Beth are joking, like, oh, I was talking to you and we missed the match. It's over before I could even finish answering, asking you a question. And I was like, yeah, I li- literally blinked and I was like, wait, what happened? So, uh, but then Zaya comes at her after with this spinning roundhouse kick to the face and Xia Li pins whoever this is and wins the match Zia Lee the killer the um, lethal weapon Sino saying it's Valentina Feroz okay um, who was the one Mercedes beat recently okay yeah okay so we did see her recently yeah, yeah. I'm not crazy um, but yeah um, and, the, and the Twitch chat's also saying that we they all missed the, the right hand too it's like okay. wait it's like wait wh- what was that why did, yeah. this, why did this, this person just fall over uh, so goddamn Zia Lee maybe it's like the one inch punch it's just so quick that the camera couldn't even pick it wow. up. Yeah, I mean, like, wouldn't that be good if Zaya just was like, 
And the other person just fell down. And it's like, it's that quick. That's like every fucking that movie, thing. like like the fast training. Like, yeah. I'm so fast. Look in your look in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Take it out and put it in there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's what it needs to be. Xia Li getting these squash wins. And then finally, I don't know, having some sort of big feud or something. But we want to see Boa fight. I want to see the master. At some point, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, this, this was perfect for me right now. This is what you need to do for Zyali until you're ready for someone to feud with is just these very quick wins. Uh, I liked it. So Tian Xia, I think it means. Okay. Uh, or that's what they're they're using on their graphics here. But So that'll be on your t-shirt. Anyone yes. interested in the Zyali merchandise. Uh, I It's fine. I, I am interested in seeing where it goes on more. But she looks completely different. Just the way she's acting and yeah. standing there. It needed to happen. I think she's a good actor. Yeah. I think I, she's very good. I think she looks like a star. Like, mm. looks like a killer. Yeah, definitely. We have Casey Catanzaro. After the match. Oh, yes. Well, after the match, it's the master who uh, points. So She Zia does Lee. this. She puts her hand up. The like claw. A, like, similar. The Dark the Order. The Dark Order claw. And Zia Lee goes twice back. She's kind of Valentina strung up in the ropes and Zaya just kills her. Yes. Yeah, so Zaya just k- continues to nail her with these kicks and then it's over. And then they walk back up and they do that epic entrance where they, they fade to make them disappear again and all that stuff. Mm. So, uh, more of Zia Lee and Boa coming in the near future. Love it. But yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, she's a killer. We have Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter backstage. In matching gear. And they're saying, we're all good and used to being overlooked. We're always overlooked, but not anymore. So please, overlook us all you want, but watch us leave a legacy. We are going to shock the world and become the first ever Women's Dusty Cup winners. And um, I'm pretty sure, uh, is it Caden who, like, like, is it not howling, but like, who? She's going, who, 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 who better than Caden <laughs> Carter? <laughs> um, are these two heels now? Because this felt so heelish to me. They were just being so obnoxious. I kind of liked it. I it, think I liked K- it. Caden felt like she'd been hanging out with Ember Moon. Oh, no. That's, that's, I thought this was horrible. Horrible. I can't tell if, if, if I really heels, liked it or hated heels, it. If they're heels, it's fine. If this is them trying to be baby faces... Being pumped up for this, it did not work for me at all. I found them very obnoxious. They were. This was like Gronk. This was like Mojo Rawley. It felt like that. It felt like a football team. Yeah. They had football like gear almost. Yeah, like, they just felt like, oh, don't like these guys. They're really, they're really in really my fucking face. fucking annoying. They're really in my face. Uh, I like this team and they've grown on me because I used to kind of not like mm. e- either of them, but oh, they've definitely I grown. I like both performers and I, I think yeah. they should go a little far because they've been a team for a while. I just thought they were... Like so annoying. Here. <laughs> I think maybe I liked it. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was because they were annoying. Uh, unfortunately, I see him get knocked out of this uh, yeah, tournament. Too. So, bam! Zaylee with the one-inch punch. Ura, ura, ura! What's with uh, what's with making noises in wrestling? Animal noises yeah. in wrestling. Howling. I miss Bell. Barking. He doesn't mess just enough. Does he? Well, he was what's with pants in wrestling. What's with pants in wrestling? Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, true. It's with weddings and wrestling. That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see what happens to Casey and Caden in this mm. in this tournament. Um, during the break, after coming back, we see something that happened in an altercation between Isaiah Swerve Scott and Jake Atlas. They're brawling backstage, being pulled apart. Steve Carino can't contain these two. Nope. But Bronson Reed steps in. 
And it's like, whoa, guys, back it off, back off, get away, get away. And Swerve's like, whoa, 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 what are you talking about? And Bronson's like, cool it, man, cool it. And Swerve says, oh, Bronson, you're always taking his side. You're always on his side. And he's like, just cool it. I'm not taking any sides. Just cool off. Just chill. Relax. And he's like, okay, I see you. I see you. And he walks off. So Swerve in this new attitude. Bronson look- Swerve had a match the other week, yeah. didn't they? Um, yeah, this this was cool. I think we expected Atlas and it, it was weird putting them together because they've been feuding anyway and haven't been liking each other. So putting them together in the, the tag team seemed very odd earlier. Um, so it made sense. You broke them up right away. And I like Bronson Reed is like the the conscience of the locker room. Just this this big figure who's like, hey, boys, stop hey, it. It's Win it. It's because he was in that uh, Undertaker last ride. When Undertaker was yeah, talking to that, the big guys. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's yeah. kind of what I got from him is the Undertaker sort of that locker room leader. I like this guy. I like this Bronson Reed. So I feel like maybe a rematch with uh, Swerve down the line. Yeah, probably next week. Uh, with For both Bronson and Jake. Bronson Reed is a special ref in a fight pit with Do it. Atlas and Swerve. Why not? Uh, they run down some matches for next week, including some of the Dusty Cup. We mentioned Casey and Caden. Well, I, I joke that they might get knocked out because they have to go up against the team of Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. Tony Storm? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen there unless that's a way to get them forward into the thing, but kind of weird. Um, we also have Leon Ruff and Kushida versus The Way in the Dusty Cup and Grand Metalik and Lince Dorado. My favorite tag team in all of professional wrestling. The Lucha House Party. Going up against Imperium. <laughs> and we can't forget about the fight pit. So that's also happening next. Sounds week. like a good week. Yeah. I I actually love the Dusty Classic every year. I think we get some really good matches. So um, if you just keep on giving me great tag team matches with a solid main event, like a fight pit. Yeah. I'm, I'm into this. Yeah. Well, we go to our main event of the evening, which is another match in the Dusty Cup. Undisputed Era. Versus Breezango. Yeah. Breezango with their epic walk to the, like the backstage shot of Undisputed Era getting ready yeah. for their match, walking to Gorilla. And it shows Breezango walking to the ring and they're like, they're Breezango shirts. Chris O'Dowd and me. Yeah, it looks like Chris O'Dowd. Ring. Fandango looks like Chris O'Dowd from the IT crowd. I'm sorry, but, or uh, was it Bridesmaids? I think he's in. He's in a yeah, lot. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not in enough. I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> him and Richard A. You're a big fan of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. IT crowd is, is top. Top. Uh, so, <laughs> Chris O'Dowd and you, Breezango. Main event, Breezango. <laughs> um, going up against Undisputed Era. So, Adam Cole and Tyler Breeze start this off. Different generations of NXT mixing yeah. it up here. And they both attempt super kicks at each other. But they're like, all right, all right, cool it down. And they do the the code of honor, the handshake here. The good guys. Uh, but now it's Fandango and Roddy going at it. And Roddy is just wrestling all over the place with Fandango. And that's when Wade Barrett mentions on commentary that Roddy made his debut in the Dusty Classic here in WWE NXT. We and- thought he was lying. We thought he was lying. We were like, no, because he was he was for a while in NXT before Pete Dunn. So then I said, oh right. So then he he was in the Dusty Cup with Pete Dunn, wasn't he? Right. That's what was his partner, wasn't it? It was Pete Dunn. Yeah. And then I was going, well, no, because he he was in NXT for a while before then, because he had the whole War Games match and everything. He had the dad gimmick. He had the dad. Yeah. So we did some research. Trivia question: uh, Who was Roderick Strong's partner in his Dusty Cup? Like debut, yeah, it's yeah. weird. 
Austin Aries. Austin Aries. Yeah, remember and you know what? I'm going to have that as a question in the Rumble game <laughs> to see who actually listens. Oh, that's fucked. Because you, if you, oh, that's where we could cheat. Because not all, not John, like anyone in this thing doesn't watch NXT like we have. So we would know the deep dirts on some of the, the real ones. That's tough. I don't know, man. It's easier than these like 80s, 90s questions, though. But that's, that's an interesting question. Uh, Roddy's been here for a while. He has, yeah, yeah. And he deserves it. He's great. Um, they have Roddy, and I said he's out wrestling Fandango, and they go to commercial. When we come back, it's Roddy and Fandango still going at it, and there's hitting his, his huge backbreakers. Just looks great, crushing and bending uh, Fandango here. There's then his running forearms to Tyler Breeze right after that, and then plants Breeze onto Fandango here. But they come back. They eventually tag in and out with their slingshot uh, elbow drop combo on Cole for a near fall. Uh, then Cole avoids Fandango jumping off the top with a pump kick, but then gets hit with a move from Fandango here. But it's it's all part of a distraction as Pete Dunn, Danny Birch, and Oni Lorcan run down to the ring to attack Kyle O'Reilly. Now, fin- sorry, Fandango and Tyler Breeze like obviously are good guys here, and they're kind of like not realizing what's happening. But as they're beating the hell out of Kyle, all three of these guys set up Kyle's face against like one of these. Like scaffold, scaffold things, rigs. and they're about to kick him in the back of the head, thus like crushing his jaw from last week. And commentary was saying right at the beginning that Kyle isn't medically uh, cleared; he shouldn't really be at ringside, but he's defying orders. Um, they said he's not got a broken jaw, but uh, his a plate in his face shifted, so it's very delicate, and the slightest knock could completely fuck up his jaw so, so they yeah. kind of really sold that before the match started to lead to this spot here so they're teasing that and you see the look on adam cole's face is just this like shock kyle i love this i loved his like his his like longing for his yeah. friend like whoa what are you doing to my boy not my boy so this is all a distraction and it's 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 stopped. It's broken up by Finn Balor, who runs out to make the save here as well. And it's all chaos while this match is still happening. And it's Tyler Breeze who super kicks Adam Cole, but it's not enough. Cole goes for the Panama. I keep saying Panama City Me Sunrise. Too. Panama Sunrise, but it's blocked. But as Fandango flies off the top rope, jumping to Adam Cole in midair, he is super kicked. And I mean super kick. He damn near takes his head off with that one. And Adam Cole pins Fandango. Undisputed Era advance in the Dusty Cup. Really, really enjoyed this match as well. I, I thought the tag matches tonight were really top quality. Um, and I, I thought the interference was done really well. It didn't take away from the match too much. It was pretty brief. It's just a beat, uh, like a very quick beat down of Kyle leading, um, leading to that forearm. Um, but didn't really take away from the match. Sometimes inferences go on too much and they just stood around waiting for it to end. Um, yeah, I thought it was a really solid match. Um, Breezango as well, once again proving why they should not be voted <laughs> for worst tag team of 2020. I, I think these guys are great and I thought this was re- really solid. Yeah, they're, they're, they still deliver and have some fun. They do, like, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry they're knocked out of this early on being an actual former champ, the, the former champs here, but... Yeah, uh, it's th- th- we kind of know the mm. position here, I I think, and it it, was, it showed that Adam Cole, Undisputed Era, the new team of Cole and and Roddy, kind of here as Undisputed Era is going forward, definitely, probably to the finals, maybe win it, I don't know. Um, but after this, we see Undisputed Era like they fought off 
the the baddies here. I see you don't even have a name for D- Pete Dunn, Danny and Oni. Like that's how shit. There's still like fuck guys. Like fuck. Weren't they the brand? The brand, yeah, but there's no Pat McAfee, so he can't be there every week. Sports are back now. Pat's busy. Bobby wasn't there tonight. Yeah. They're still undisputed era. <laughs> so what do you call these guys? The Pat Pack? They're thought, not even I think Pat. The, isn't the brand the official? They never officially called True. them. It's just Pete, Danny, and Oni. Fuck the mates. Yeah. The mates. The mates. And the uh, the mates and the American. <laughs> <laughs> so they're standing tall as Kyle, like Roddy and, and Cole, are screaming, like someone, we need medical. Someone get out here. And it cuts to Dunn, Oni, and Danny all just standing there laughing as Danny Birch air guitars with his tag team <laughs> title. It's the it's the funniest fucking visual here. Uh, the gif is just great of just Danny's Danny Birch's face while air guitaring. It looks like his O face. He's just like loving this way too much. It is great. Uh, and that's how NXT goes off yeah, the air. Kyle bleeding from yeah. the mouth. Everyone's yeah. bleeding. I think Adam Cole is bleeding too in the mouth. I think I think Kyle's was probably um, like a blood capsule because blood they're cap. they're selling that, that right. jaw. But I think they've done a really great job from last week's match through to this angle, um, selling this injury for Kyle. Um, overall, I really enjoyed this week's NXT. Um, didn't like any of the stuff with the way, but I thought the three Dusty Classic matches were really strong. And you've got a lot of, I feel like you've got a lot of moving pieces right now. You've got the Kyle Kyle Dunn and Finn are all kind of tied together, which is sort of tied with UE and their Dusty Cup challenge. But you've got Cross hovering around looking for that shot as well. You've got all the women who want an opportunity at EO. Um, I think we said it before with NXT is what we liked. And I, I go back to that who, who shot Alistair Black storyline thing is... Everyone seems to be within the same universe. It doesn't feel like everyone's in their own pockets of feuds, which I think main roster kind of gets. It's like you'll be feuding for the IC title and therefore everything else around you doesn't exist. Yeah. Whereas NXT, it feels like these people all work together and they're all intercrossing. And and I think for when you're building TV to these big events, that's really how it works. Um, Long-term storytelling works it is, the best and in wrestling. I feel they're really starting to get back into that again with NXT. Um, so once again, I, I really enjoyed this show. I think they've been on an, uh, on an upward swing the last few weeks. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed this too. There wasn't, there wasn't any matches that I'd say like was like on a like superior level. Like last week we had Kyle and Finn, which is really good. And the, the last woman standing match as well. But some of the matches are good, but I know going deeper into this like tag team tournaments, I'm very interested in seeing all this wrestling. And I know everyone says AEW is the tag team show. Tag team wrestling's live and well over there. So now it's time to kind of shine and let WWE kind of show that they got a lot of these tag teams and stuff. Cause these tournaments have always been pretty, pretty strong. And yeah. I feel tag divisions always been a strength of NXT. And it's just been in the last, year that it really felt like it dropped yeah so hopefully this can give it the shot in the arm it needs a shot in the dark a shot in the dark yeah Yeah. uh so that was nxt from wednesday january 13th 2021 that's what we thought we have some thumbs up we like where we're going we got to move there was no mention of takeover heartbreaker they didn't say a thing about that they didn't even mention it uh i just so takeover sunday february 14th yeah it's the Valentine's Day Saint Massacre, which I think they're going to call. Like it's a got, Saturday? It's a Sunday. Sunday? February 14th. Tell your girlfriend, Saturday's a way, way more fun. 
I think it's funny. They're like, you're a wrestling fan. You don't have anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday 14. Does that does that ring a bell for anyone? No, Any no, problems no. with that? Any problems nah. with that? Nerds? No. Yeah, yeah, no. Sorry. Uh, so looking forward to that. I predict that they call it the, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre or Takeover Heartbreakers. They got to call it something heart related. Valentine's Day related wrestling. Yeah. Right. I don't know if they'd go for Massacre. That's fair. Um, anymore. But yeah, I can see them doing something something cool. love related yeah love valentine's day uh so looking forward to that in a few weeks in february uh so that was nxt let's see what you thought i saw some feedback forum.postwrestling.com if you write in we will read it here i'll go to mystery who says hiya tonight's episode was mostly solid kind of curious to see who steps to face eo next raquel declared she's going after the title same goes for tony and mercedes but all of them are tied up in the dusty cup at least for now uh, and says, I can't imagine Raquel not being in it with Dakota as a team. MSK was great, loved what I saw, and hope to see more from them. Their names are kind of goofy, though. Didn't really care for the main event, but maybe that's because I'm kind of over Lorcan and Birch holding the tag title. So this tournament as a whole isn't that investing. Uh, I'll stop her there and say I kind of agree. You have all these teams fighting for a cup, and you go, well, wait, these are the champs. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like the thought of maybe UE versus Grizzled Young Vet seems more interesting yeah, than of either of those teams against <laughs> yeah. Danny and Oni. Mystery continues. Speaking of the Dusty Classic, I have to imagine Tony and Mercedes are losing next week. I know that sounds unrealistic, but EO has a bone to pick with both Tony and Mercedes, so I can see her screwing them over. That being said, I really hope EO actually shows up again. It's been 39 days since her last match, 57 since her last singles match. That's kind of absurd. Speaking of absurd, question of the week. Am I alone in dreading Rhea Ripley potentially going to Raw? Um, yeah, well, I, I think Rhea needs to move somewhere. Uh, I've really enjoyed her last little, like, feud and stint here with Raquel Gonzalez, but I think it's definitely time to put her smackdown or raw. Um, he goes especially since the division is already back to being the Charlotte Flair show. I think that's why she should go to raw. Yeah. I feel there's unfinished business there with Charlotte. Um, and I'm, I, I feel it's long overdue to move up. Um, I think she'll, I think she'll be fine on the main roster. Uh, so yeah, I would actually go with Raw for me. Yeah, any any anything. I think she just needs some fresh like competition, yeah. different people. Yeah. Thank you for the feedback there, Mystery. Yeah. Uh, we go to Crooked Letter Nine. I believe that's Magan. Tag team wrestling became a priority again tonight. Each of the Dusty Classic first round matches were solid, with MSK versus Atlas Swerve being the best of the bunch. Zaya Lee's new Wushu assassin persona continues to be pleasing. Kashida finally getting his sights. Uh, on Johnny's title, which will heighten their first round Dusty Classic match next week. And the NXT title scene is humming along. And I think Pete Dunne versus Bala has a lot of potential to be fantastic. Karrion Cross should wait his turn. A good showing for black and gold. Uh, and I see Frank has written uh, the forum here. Uh, I Tian Shah for life. That is all. I think I'm still butchering the name because I'm still not quite sure what it, it is. They didn't refer to it on commentary. I just saw the graphic. That's yeah, all it's yeah. Uh, and then I see Chris Elliott has written in here who says, It was a decent show. Not liking the new name for the Rascals, but I'm sure we'll get used to it. I tried watching both shows tonight, but found myself paying more attention to NXT for the most part. Grizzled Young Vets winning is a good sign and would be my shout to win the cup. Slow Show closing angle looked good, although the, the end of the match with Fandango jumping for the leg drop when Cole was out of the way looked stupid. He did nail him with that kick, though. But yeah, it's like, well, you're not going to leg drop him because he's 
he's getting up already. But yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Uh, it looked like he was changing in there to do a cross body, but kicked his head off. Yeah. Uh, and that's feedback. That is feedback. That's NXT. Uh, thank you for listening and writing in and, and all that stuff. Uh, we will be back Wednesday nights. Every Wednesday night, we watch NXT. We'll talk about it. And we'll go on Twitch while recording this very podcast, if you ever want to see what we look like. Um, and uh, Thursdays will be BD Elite. Up next, turning into BD Elite, and we'll be going live on Thursdays as well on Twitch. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, I think 1 p.m. is when we're going on tomorrow. Uh, so join in for that. Again, all the socials and all the stuff, because we do a lot of shows. Was Next, Killer Clowns. We did our free best match ever, Brody Lee. That was a fun show. There's some crazy matches in there that we talked about. Brody versus Shingo. Cesaro, yep. the Shield versus the Wyatts, and the Dog Collar match. Usos tag match. Yeah. Dominic Dijakovic, lot in there. Sammy Guevara? No Sammy Guevara, oh, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. But yeah, let's quickly run through it. So we've got Shot in the Darks already on the feed. You can listen to that for free. Tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we have BD Elite on the Twitch, or you can wait and get the podcast on the Patreon. Friday, we have our Up Yours review of Killer Clowns from Outer Space with John Ceno Evil. Saturday on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Podcast. We have our Impact Hard to Kill watch along, and then the post show will be on the free feed. I'll be joined by Andrew Thompson and Nate Milton. And then Sunday, our latest. You got TN8 for TNA? I got TN8 for Woo! TNA. That's going to be lit. Yep. And then on Sunday, we've got a new episode of Was Next talking about February 6th, 2013 episode of NXT before we go back to our first episode of Deep Impact next Tuesday where Andrew Thompson and myself will continue talking about Impact Wrestling and then the schedule starts again. So many shows. So when you do the show with Andrew, it's called Deep Impact. Yeah. But when you do the show with Andrew and Nate Milton... It's the Deep Impact Players. Okay. Yeah, definitely is okay. what it's got to be called. Good. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, so again, follow us and listen. We have all the shows and we Twitch and we, uh, we've been gaming on the Twitch as well and playing Jackbox and all that stuff. And we're stuck inside. It's a pandemic. We're in Toronto. It's cold. We got the Leafs. They won tonight. So that's always good. But we're bored and we uh, like hanging out with uh, our listeners and our friends uh, because it's fun and stuff. So follow along and join our community. And we're always in the, the post wrestling discord and, and all that stuff. And join the Facebook group because I see there's some rumblings. And I say that word rumbling because there's some people who want to do also a rumble pool. So I'm interested in that. I want to win some money, to be honest. Yeah. I want to put some money on the rumble. But uh, thank you for listening. And you know where to find us. I, myself, Brayden Harrington. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. That's it. That's all. And do I look like a freaking zebra? You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. 
America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.